the tech sector is one of the east of England's fastest growing industries. From the groundbreaking developments emerging from BT's applied research labs at Adastral Park, the University of Essex's strides into artificial intelligence, the artisan feel of the Norwich tech sector with its thriving gaming industry, world-class universities and huge events like Sync the City, to the colossal pull of Cambridge for tech giants like Apple, Amazon, Google and Roku. Our region is in the vanguard. The challenge, how to stay there. How to keep talented young people flowing through the education system and into the region's tech industry, maintaining the east of England's digital cutting edge. Maybe that cutting edge is why Coffee Architects, ProWorks, RG Carter and City College Norwich put such a striking sawtooth roofline on the Digitech factory, the award-winning facility at the college's campus on Ipswich Road. With 60 miles of cabling, over 300 PCs and more than 500 monitors in the factory, students in architectural design, animation, video editing and virtual reality will have an experience as close as a college can get to an actual industry workplace. I asked Urban XR's James Lee Burgess to not only show me this incredible building at close quarters, but to let me have a go on some of the augmented reality technology he used to help design it. Okay, well, the Digitech factory. In this place, there is and you can tell I've done my research, three quarters of a million quid's worth of computer gear. And if there's one man who knows his way around the, you know, the very latest bleeding edge technology, it's my guest today. Introduce yourself, sir. Hi, Mike. I am James Lee Burgess from Urban XR. And I was involved in this project right from its very early days inception. The linchpin. 2018, in fact. Yeah. You were the linchpin, I think it's fair to say, sitting in the, in, in the, uh, in the nexus between client and contractor and, you know, so many people, and I don't want to get in, in trouble with Chris Starkey again, so many people have contributed to this, this fantastic building. It's New Anglia Local Enterprise Partnership, the Department for Leveling Up uh, Communities and Local Government, I think I missed housing in there, whatever it is this week, uh, DLUC, Norwich City Council put this forward as one of its uh, town fund bids. You've got this very college, City College Norwich, dipping into its own pocket to fund this fantastic building. And we are going to find out so much more about it today in the company of James Lee Burgess. I will now stop rabbiting on. Tell us, James Lee Burgess, tell us all about this building. Take us around, show us. We're standing in one of the computer classrooms. There's high-tech gizmos aplenty all around us. Wires, there's mile, about 60 miles of cabling in this building. What, what are we going to start with? Yeah, well, this room is one of the labs on the lower ground floor. Um, and it's got a lovely double height space, as you can see. Um, so the idea for these, so there's three of these on this floor um, and these focus on electronics. Uh, this one's actually a sort of a, a more of a flexible space, which is more of a classroom space, whereas the, the two next door are more specific in their uses. There's electronics and I think there is also uh, something to do with manufacturing tech as well. But, you know, I need to look into yeah. that. So it's, it's two and a half thousand Square, is it square feet or square meters? Square I can't. meters. Square meters, thank you. Yeah. And, and one of the labs, this, is, this building is, I think I'm right in saying, isn't it? It's centered around giving students 
the, the most realistic experience of a, of a tech-based workplace they're going to get anywhere outside of the actual doing the actual job. We've got huge screens on the wall and another one suspended from the ceiling for those sitting slightly further away. Uh, it, it is bright, it is clean, it is airy. It's, you know, it's a very warm day outside, but it's very cool in here. So what, what, what are these, what, is, is that the kind of inspiration for this space, that, that industrial experience? Yes, totally. I mean, that was in, one of the inspirations behind the entire project, actually. <clears throat> we had some early meetings, because I was involved you know, I can't lay claim, post-construction, uh, we were involved in the interiors, but up to planning, um, I was a part of the team um, project managing the, the delivery up to planning and also the bid to the LEP. And part of that process in getting the bid ready for the LEP was also looking into uh, precedents. And one of, the, one of the projects we did look at, we went down to newer, where they have a lot of um, inhabited space, sort of like um, post, you know, old industrial spaces, potentially those kind of things we were looking at. And that kind of inspired coffee architects to take this idea of a steel frame, which is then exposed, which you can see with the columns yep. and the cross bracing. So it's a very expressive building mm -hmm. and the surface is exposed as well. So there's this kind of feel that this building possibly could have been here before and has been changed as time went on. So that was one of the important aspects and creating these lofty double height spaces as well was important to that. That's fascinating because, as you say, it creates kind of a very a living building. I mean, we're looking at now the, the, the massive steel struts, painted white, very lovely and clean. But it does, it, it creates that, again, that industrial space that companies will have because they don't just, you know, move around. They, they, they broadly stay in the same place and reinvent the spaces to suit themselves. And you're right, it really does feel like a space that has been used and repurposed over time. Um, yeah, as I say, very much a living space. You've got, I see with you, you've brought with you your, your, the tools of your trade, your, your augmented reality uh, HoloLens. And uh, to what extent did, that, did you use that on this building? Yeah, well, I, in the first stages, before, because um, the first up to planning, I was working with Lampro um, and we brought the team together to deliver the building overall at Lampro. And then I left Lampro to set up my architecture and technology as it is now business just after this went in for planning and then post planning we set up set up excel works as it was by then and we invested in hololens and then over the lockdown period in 2019 because the the, the project got funding from the LEP in 2019 at the start of 2019 um, and actually in post lockdown in the lockdown period in 2020 no 2019 so i can get my ears wrong 2019 we had the HoloLenses and I started thinking about how we might be able to use HoloLenses in conjunction with the work that was going on at the Digitech factory because they seemed like a really good crossover. And we came up with something called ConstructXR, which was a, a, a side project that went alongside the construction team and the project where the design team worked with us in using the HoloLenses, the AR headsets on site to test out different capabilities and that went really well and that's been part of our journey to get to four national construction finals with that Construct Textile program which has been really great. That is an amazing uh, track record of success just for this building alone. What's the advantages, um, if you want to just expound on that, what's the advantages of using that technology? Because that, that, that's something you've really kind of, certainly in the east of England, you, you really are the pioneer of yeah. uh, augmented reality technologies and its use in architecture. So what's the advantages there? 
Well, it's, it's very different. Uh, a lot of people still think it's VR, but it, this is not. It's not. So it's not. So this brings a 3D, um, it's not technically a hologram, but people call it a hologram, into the space that you're in. So you can, it has a visor and a lens which uh, projects the hologram into your eyes and you can still look at people, you're still aware of your environment, and that's why it can be used in a construction site. So we've got two of these with helmets attached, so it's health and safety is, that, is fine. So we're able to use it walking around site and place things like mechanical and electrical layouts in the spaces it was being developed. We were able to place interior layouts. We were able to put the, the structure, the structural model of the building on site before it was installed. That was a really interesting um, time of testing because that worked with Clancy engineers, the structural engineers, and also the main contractor Carter's worked with us on that. And uh, yeah, so I think the idea that we are able to take the 3D building information and place it within the hands of the on-site contractor and subcontractors is really powerful. Because yeah. that's not something that's happened before. Everybody works off 2D drawings, possibly with an iPad looking at some 3D stuff. But to be able to see it at one-to-one -one scale placed accurately within the space helps coordination and just understanding so much more. So that yeah. workflow is, is cut is really sort of like streamlined and that sort of things. You've, I mean, you, you are absolutely right because I've been lucky enough to, you've let me try these things before and we, we weren't actually on site, but you did let me look at the steels, I think, of yeah. the building where I, you're right, it's not uh, VR, it's not virtual reality, it's augmented reality in that I could see the room I was in and I could see all my surroundings, but I could still see in front of my face this wire uh, diagram of the steels of this building and it's very distinctive sawtooth roof, uh, which I think I'm right in saying is, is uh, it, inspired by, uh, was it um, the headquarters, was it Coffee? Yes. In, yeah. in King's Cross in London. Yeah. Uh, and um, you can see that, you can manipulate it, you can turn it into, see it from any angle, big, small, go right inside, but still be aware of your surroundings, which I think is a power, you're right, you're so right, it's a powerful tool to have on site. And, you say this is up for this is up for four awards. Is, is it one four already, or is it in, in the it running got, for? Six well, stuff? we got to the final of we're in the finals for four for digital construction. So those three of those are passed. We got highly commended at the Constructing Excellence Award we're, uh, last January, I think. Yes, or was it this January? I'm losing track of time now. I'm losing track of time as well. <laughs> I think it was about then. It's, it's, it doesn't seem that long ago. Yeah, it seems a very long time ago. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll be you'll be able to to, to hear the highlights of the, of, uh, the Constructing Excellence Awards on Eastern Promise. And uh, we'll, we'll put the, the link to those episodes uh, in the notes for this one uh, when this goes out. And, uh, but, you know, it is an extraordinary track record of success from a very inclusive team um, that you were so happy that night. You were also absolutely oh, yes. cock-a-hoop, I think is, is, is the word, uh, to, 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 have, uh, to have scooped that one. And, uh, you yeah, know, I think that was for building of the year, whereas mm. the technology one was last year. So, yeah. Ah, so building right. Of the year. See, so I'm, it I'm... continues to win. So it, it's a Construct Exile programme, which includes Digitech and mm. Norwich Castle. So I have to give yes. a shout out to Norwich Castle. I was going to come on to Norwich Castle. So tell us, okay. well, I mean, we're in this building now, but let's, let's digress briefly over, the, over, yeah. into, over into the town centre, as it were. Yeah. Tell us about how you're working on Norwich Castle. So, yes, we've been working with Connersby engineers who are the structural engineers for the refurbishment project at Norwich Castle Museum, which is a massive project where the Grade 1 listed castle keep is, has been stripped out and they're putting in um, 
new floors, a, big, a huge new steel frame and a roof terrace. So it's been a major project which has been involved, you know, it's, it's been years in the making. It's now on site They've, and um, one of, the, of course it's a very, very historic structure. So placing a steelwork construction within that space is very sensitive. There's lots of like areas that have to be avoided, there's lots of coordination involved. So we work with Connersby to take their structural um, model uh, from their Revit 3D programme, which they were using, and then place it in that space at one-to-one -one scale so people could walk around it and look at the structure at scale. And Connersby actually used that as a coordinating uh, process within their workflow, which was really exciting for us to, to be able to see that technology saving them time and um, making their processes a lot more so be before we before we sort of move on and explore a bit more of this fantastic building, I just want to talk briefly mm. about the other work you're doing because you're doing. I don't know, you know, you may, you, you may be able to tell me, and then you'll have to kill me. But uh, what what's the nature of the work you're doing? Because you're doing some work with BT, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, so we won a project at the start of this year with BT, which was a, a major client win for us. Of course, very excited about that, and that was working with them um, at their new headquarters in London, which they've just opened and they have a, a bespoke customer experience area. And we were working with them on the Smart City ex exhibit. And they had a vision actually for a model of London with Smart City data overlaid onto it. And we developed that design with them and delivered the um, kind of like Marvel Tony Stark experience, which is now there for all of their key customers to, to look at when they visit BT. Not open to the public, sadly. Hey, but you know, um, you never know. <laughs> you never know when you're going to get an invite exactly. from BT exactly. to, to come and look at the so good that was stuff. A big win for us, yeah. yeah. Well, our, our very own Tony Stark, right here, <laughs> uh, James Lee Burgess. Uh, if you're listening, I know, I know you're listening out there in California. I know you're listening out there in India. Uh, his website is uh, www.urban-xr.com. Well, there you go. That's that's where you need to go to find out more about what he's doing. But for now, let's see some more of this building. Yeah. Right. And here and listen to some more of this building. I'm seeing it, you're not seeing it, but I'll try my best to describe it. So we're in kind of the main ground floor hallway. Again, this from anyone who knows it, who's been sort of in, into any any kind of commercial uh, industrial building, this feels very much like you would expect one to feel, not like a school at all, uh, not like a college at all. And you know, it's it's wide, again, it's airy. There are steps up to uh, the uh, ahead of us the, to the main door. Uh, you've got yellow doors to the labs and the classroom, uh, and screens on the wall. Yeah, what's, the ne what's the next thing we really need? To, you really want us to see in this building that's going to be of interest? Well, I think um, it probably might be good to start on the top floor actually. But this this space is quite interesting because this is very much seen. The breakout spaces that we'll experience going up and down the building is quite. A, Obviously, as you say, there's quite a large area. The idea is that teaching and stuff would happen in these places. We're just about to start installing the furniture for the communal areas, which we are working on, um, Urban XR with um, Farrow, Waldorf and Farrow Interior Designers. So once that furniture goes in, these spaces will become classrooms or breakout spaces in their own right. So that's quite important for this, this area, for sure. And I think yeah, if we go to the top floor, we can look at some of the, um, the uh, sawtooth roof classrooms which are quite impressive oh yeah let's go and see those yeah. uh shout out there to francesca farrow yes that's it yeah mm -hmm. yeah we took a we always take a collaborative uh, approach to all the design work we do so we collaborated with fran 
on on the interiors on this project. Yeah, I mean, it was so exciting just just reading up about um, about this building and the level of not just pride that City College have in it, which is evident from what they write uh, on their own website, but the number of art number of articles in various journals and things you come across that. Uh, that are really sort of talking up the, 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 not only the collaborative, but the, the innovative way that it's been designed uh, is, is really something special. Yeah, well, uh, coffee architects are very, very well suited to the project. I mean, they've got a really interesting approach to how they work with light and filtering light through elevations. You can mm -hmm. see it's got a very innovative um, external facade. Well, you know, it's not, it's not innovative in terms of how it's put on, but actually the approach of cloaking a building with a veil yes, to filter views in and out and give privacy. And also, sort of, it feels very light in terms of its presence it on does, the campus. It does, it really does, yeah. And that contrasts with the uh, Creative Arts building next door, mm -hmm. which is very much in a sort of, you know, a, a sort of barn vernacular. That's and right, it's, yeah. And it's black. Very grounded, very earth, earth-like, and then this—the idea behind this was to make it very much like a cloud, very sort of like you know technologically, um, sort of eth ethereal, I suppose, in a way. Yeah, I mean, if you go on the coffee website, you can see how they've considered how the sun passing by will affect the building, and you know the views, uh, the tree that's at one end, uh, all sorts of things. It's impressive. Are we, are we going up? Or? We are going up again. Yeah. We're going up again. It's work, working the lungs. This one, uh, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have got a lift. <laughs> right then, so what, I'll, what I'm going to try and do is I'll try and guide you through the whole thing. Ooh. So I'm not going to set it up for you. Aha. Or maybe I do have to do that, actually. <laughs> well, hang on a second, yeah. Well, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's, let's give it a go, you know. <laughs> so, there you go. Right, now it's handed. For... So you could... Um... Let's Listeners at home. You can this. tip the visor up, so like that. Ah, oh, I see. Okay, so you can get that company. Just make sure it's. it's I'm assuming that's where it is. At the back. And that the battery isn't going to drop out of my legs. No. Uh, uh huh. Yeah. So push that down. Oh, there's certainly a chime. Oh my god. And right in front of me, I can see it's very similar to having basically an iPad screen floating in front of my face. I've got a little blue window with uh, the. Wi-Fi signal, um, something that's reacting to the droning on of my voice. That's volume 100, calendar, camera. Oh, uh, yeah, now. And I've now, I've, I, I flung my hand in front of my face foolishly, and now something's loading. So what have you touched, Mike? Oh, what have I touched? Well, indeed, that's the question. Now, if I. So you've got, um, in terms of interacting with the with the menus, mm -hmm. you kind of. There's two things, you sort of prod it, your finger, so it's like pressing a button. Right, so, so if I wanted to close that, would I just... And it did it! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, so, I, so the, the, the headset is, you've got cameras on top of the headset which mm -hmm. are scanning, so it's got a close scanner which picks up your hands in a lot of detail, so it's always aware of your hand movements. Mm -hmm. But the thing to remember is that you need to just not do it too fast because you, it's kind of... Yes. The, the key is like, it's a bit like Tai Chi, so you've got to be slightly deliberate in what you're doing mm -hmm. so it picks up your hand movements. But ah. the, the, the hand movements, it, it realises you're pointing a finger, so pressing a button. Uh, that's the main one. And then... I just saw a very interesting... Um, my hand sort of appeared covered in uh, little uh, triangles. I went to 
And now there's a, there's a, there's a line coming off my... F- a oh, dotted yeah. line coming from my finger. That's all so, a hand ray. A hand... Ooh. <laughs> I just, so they, I, that can be used. It's like a little remote cursor thing. Ah. To select things using that, you can... There's, a, there's an action called the pinch movement, which is where you put your fingers together. Ah, and it's gone solid when I yeah. do the pinch movement. So you can use that to manipulate holograms mm. when, you, when you've got objects to move around. Right, here we are. Thank you, at the very top of the tree. We're at the top and then we'll work our way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can see yeah. that it's got the sawtooth element in here, which gives a really lofty it uh, certainly feel does, to, yeah. to those studios. And uh, kind of, it keys it to the industrial feel of the building as well. Mm. And in fact, further down in the campus, there is one of the buildings in the middle of the site which has a sawtooth roof. So it kind of echoes that as well. All right, yeah. Common, yeah. element. So this is the top floor, mm-hmm. and there's yeah. a big cut back, so we can look down into the floor below. Yep. And there's always this feeling. I mean, you know, this is all coffee architects design, so I'm kind of waxing lyrical over there, <laughs> over there approach. <laughs> so yeah, you know, um, maybe they should be here doing this, but you know, in their absence, I shall, I shall try and explain. You're the man. Um, and uh, you know, so always, a, always a big, big focus on connectivity between classrooms and mm. spaces. So you're able to look down into this zone below, which will have um, tiered seating in for a breakout and informal presentations mm. when we get that furniture in. And then full height glass to locations within these classrooms. So these two classrooms can look over to each other, for example. And it just always focuses, of course, on this lovely tree yep. in the car park, which is kind of like, you know, and I think in the in, in days past, that was not really acknowledged in the way yeah. the buildings were laid out. Yeah. And one of the key moves for this was orientating towards that, that lovely tree at the end there. So there's always this connection through to nature, which is important on sites like this. Absolutely. For sure. And Oh, nicely framed by the window, as, as I'm sure was the intent. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, again, it's, it's that kind of classroom. That, yes, they're obviously sort of rooms, rooms for working in classrooms, if you like. Yeah. But they, again, they've, they've got that kind of multi-purpose feel that could be, you know, uh, anywhere. It could be a, a studio in a, in a, in a design, com- in design yeah, exactly. company, a gaming and, company, and whatever. And that feeling, feeling of an office environment was, yeah. as we said, very important. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Let's see where so else. As we walk back, as you get to the centre of the building, you get to these cutaways in the floor. Yeah, and again, yes, very, very important. I would imagine for for get, moving the light, the light, the natural light around. Yeah, absolutely, to the centre mm. of the plan. Uh, but again, it encourages engagement with the other levels. Mm. And you can see it down into other other mm-hmm. classrooms. Um, so there's always this connectivity through the building. Yeah. Which kind of helps to promote that also the idea of collaboration because this building will be used by pretty much well quite a few of the courses around the campus so it's not Mm. dedicated as such really a lot of the t levels will be taught here Mm. but the idea was always that uh, this would be used by students from the cab as well because there's a connection across to the cab building which we'll look at shortly right okay a bridge element and um yeah so for that feeling of collaboration and always working and cross cross dissemination of knowledge between students is very important, um, which is why we also have, again, the wide communal areas here, which will have various elements of furniture and seating in for students to break out into. So if we go 
down to the next floor. Okay. How do we get down there? Here we go. <laughs> More stairs. Stairs again. <laughs> That's all right. Gravity is this time. Gravity is our friend. And in the staircase here, we've got that lovely picture window, mm. which brings those trees into this space. Yeah, you can, all, all you can see out this this big window here is 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 green, and the unfortunate imprint of a bird. You obviously wasn't watching where it was going. Quite possibly, yes. Now let's have a look at this level. What level is this? Let's see more. See what we got here. Wide, clean stairways, and onto the second floor. Second floor. So second floor is yeah, a lot of digital studios. Yep. Breakout so spaces. Exactly, more breakout spaces, kind of a, a repeat of the upper floor, but without the sawtooth roofs. Mm -hmm. And um, again, you've got the natural light coming up and down, and, and this one's in use. Yep. Some people working. Yep. Trying out things, testing, yep. testing content for lessons. Yep, sticking it up and on the uh, yeah, so screen there. On this floor, we have the, this is the bridge link to ah, the camp yes. building. Mm. So this was really important for the City College team. Um, and one of, the, one of the, we thought this would be a big challenge when we were developing a design up to planning, um, but actually it went very smoothly. Ah, thank you. <laughs> so this is a right, yes. bridge link. We are above the link between the Digitech factory and the Creative Arts building. Yes, that's right, yeah, so mm -hmm. students can you know, commute between the two, no problem. Yeah. And again, that pushes the whole creative collaboration aspect of the two buildings, which is technology and creative industries crossing over, which is mm -hmm. very important. Yeah, absolutely. It's really important to have those, those links in and, and not to suggest that they're in any way a, a separate entities, but make sure that, as you said, that collaboration flows. Yeah. Uh -huh. so a nice big window so you can see outside to the, uh, the surrounding campus but uh, yeah always full height yeah. windows and then with the um, the perforated mesh facade covers over the windows at certain points and doesn't on others so you've always got this changing yeah view out of the building so I there see that there yeah we have the, a window which is fully glazed on one side and then mesh the mesh on extends the on the other side um so yeah so what's the what's the I mean you mentioned about is, is it about privacy is it just about changing the the, the the nature of the light that comes through? I think there's this feeling of a dynamic cladding uh, elevation really so mm. that you're constantly revealing parts of the building and revealing parts of the interior or the outside in different ways and it and I think it draws it draws your eye to those locations yes because you're because you're seeing a slight difference so you you're are. always yeah. intrigued about how that is it is looking or achieved from the inside. Um, and I think it, there's this idea that, you know, that's quite, the cladding is quite a precise and, you know, technologically produced piece of engineering. Yes. It certainly looks like So that, yeah. you've sort of got quite close to the cladding, so you're able to look out of it and see, see the world through that veil or that filter. Mm. Which you know you could kind of reference as pixelated as well. Yeah, it does. It does into... Slightly like Minecraft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's that idea of a sort of filter through the outside world, um, possibly a tech, tech, tech filter potentially. Yeah. I know at one point there was there was discussions about doing something bespoke uh, for the perforations, but you know you've got to kind of work within budgets and things like that. Of course. So that was that was more something a bit more standardised, but it still works really well and fits in really well with the building. Yeah. And you can, you, we can see as we're, we're kind of standing uh, above uh, this this uh, drop 
dress, unfortunately. This the kind of what, what's the technical term? A void. A void. And then this kind of natural light that passes from the roof, and we can see right down to the ground floor, uh, and we're looking across into into the across the gap into the classroom. Whereas this chap might be coming and asking us what the yeah, laser is doing. The no, no, he's not. That's okay. Um, and you know, we can see the multi-use aspects of the classroom because we can see these racks of drawing boards, you know, with their slide rules, as well as you know these massive screens that yes, you know yeah. have to make any PC owner jealous. Uh, and then the massive 4K screen on the end wall. But what a fantastic space to learn. That that's that like, you're in somewhere that's so purposeful and doesn't kind of feel like it's like it's you know a, a stereotypical classroom. With uh, you know black paper on the borders and and the, and the like, he said, passing some black paper on the table there was a bit unfortunate. <laughs> wow. So yeah, this is one of the classrooms that faces the main campus. So. Yeah, you can see we can see through the classroom and out the other side, uh, you know the, the the rest of the campus. But you know what what draws my eyes that you know the multiple monitors on every mm -hmm. desk that again mirrors that um, that real world experience rather than you know uh, the, you know. The, what you imagine more typically is the educational establishment, which is sort of crowded desks and one small monitor each, uh, which which is obviously a completely out of date uh, stereotype on my part. But yeah, I yeah, mean, the double monitors were. I mean, some of them do have single monitors depending on the use, but mostly it's double monitors for that yeah. industry standard approach, really. I mean, especially yeah. And this is a much larger classroom because there are times when they need to teach bigger groups, and so it's kind of probably almost twice the size of some of the other classrooms that we've got here. So, yeah. Well, I would imagine, I mean, I'm no expert on coding, but I would imagine that you need to see both what you're, you're typing and you're coding and what the end result is. And, you know, for the lecturer to be able to see as well over your shoulder, you know, what's oh, happening yeah. and the impact it's having. Uh, and, you know, this is, this is, you're right, they're going to be teaching bigger groups because I would imagine this is going to be in a lot of demand because it's such a, I've never seen anything like it ever in, you know, yeah, in what any you can, kind of educational space. What you can see in this room, actually, which is really interesting, is the exposed services. So we've got oh, yes, you can see, yeah, that's Fresh right. air intakes. That are, so the, the, the cladding on the outside also helps cover up, you know, sort of vents and intakes for, for various things that we need for the mechanical and electrical solution, which was done by Clear Consulting and Design. They need a mention because coordination of all these exposed services is, you know, it's it's actually really hard, yes, as opposed to putting it all behind a, a dropped ceiling. You know, yeah. suddenly the M&E becomes a key element. And but you know, we'll, uh, the design team. You know, I remember. You know, we were always fairly relaxed about big sort of tubes and vents <laughs> coming through spaces. As you can see in this room, yeah, there's can. four of them that are quite large, and they've, some of them have got insulation around them. But you know, they kind of look like space parts of a spaceship. You know, yeah, that's absolutely right. So you've got the, you know, the, the, the tracks for, for the cabling. And um, you're absolutely right, because to get that kind of the level of exposure to the services, keep it aesthetic, keep it safe, is far, far easier than just shoving it in a ceiling and putting absolutely, panels yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, if you mention exposed services to a mechanical electrical engineer, they normally groan. But Clear Consultant and Design didn't. You know, they, they relish it, and there's a definitely an art to it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really good. This is calibrating the headset. You have to keep your head and still. It's like chasing a polygonal buzzy bee around the place. You've got to keep your head still, Mike. All oh, right, sorry, yes. And you should use your... Because what it's doing now, it's, uh, it's tracing your um, eye movements. Because it's got eye, iris recognition. It's not being the opticians. 
Yeah, so that's just... Lens is calibrated. I, good. You I can always make changes in settings <laughs> if something doesn't look right. Right. Okay. Here you go. So now it is bespoke to you. Done. Way. Well, hey. This is... QR code. That was a QR code off the phone, so that's how you, how you log into the... That'd be handy on the site. So you should see a big menu now. I have Trimble Connect. So what what you're seeing now is you're connected to the cloud, so yeah. the cloud server, Trimble Connect, and that's where all of um, Exoworks 3D models for Trimble are, are stored. Yeah. Um, so um, you probably got I don't know, say Digitech Factory somewhere in there. Uh, yeah, Construct XR Digitech is that? That's one? it. Yeah, I'd try that. Right. Okay. Look at yeah. that, like a pro. It's loading. I know. And I'm not that young either. <laughs> so I've got a loading folder of the contents. And looks just like a, a, a basic Windows interface, the only difference being it's floating in front of my face. And hang on, I'm waving my arms around again, which you really shouldn't. <laughs> and so I've got lots of, sort of wire diagrams in, in, in this sort of nine window um, menu in front yeah, of me. Yeah, there's all the 3D models. I think there's one called Current. Is there a current? There's a current? folder called Current. Now I'm going to very gently, without reach yeah. in, and load the phone. Uh, the, now, I've got six. Ooh. Six up. So. Right then. Um, let me take a stab at what. Is one of them, have you got little pictures showing what they look like? Yes, I have. I have, you know, <laughs> thank you for prompting me because I do have little pictures, like a window icon, uh, telling me what they look like. Right, so have you got like one that's multicolored steel? Yes, I have. Bit? I would give, uh, just give that a whirl. Steel Anchor and Digitech uh, 201, 201020. Give it a go. Right, either or. That one looks interesting. I'm going to reach in and tap that. Yeah. Now. No. You've selected that. So now on the bottom right of that menu, mm -hmm. you should see a launch icon. I do, a little rocket ship. Is it green? Blue, well, blue. It's blue at the moment. All right, try tapping that. And it's loading. There's a downloading, um, and again with the little blue ping pong balls are rotating. And So that's that, that's now loading the model into the headset. Wow. It's now it's now entrapped you in a... <laughs> looks like a, a, a very uh, straight line of Seth Spider has... Uh, yeah, so now the headset is scanning the environment, so it's probably asking you to um, air tap to place the model. Is that right? Uh, not yet. It's still... Okay. If you so... hold your hand out, does it, does it think happen? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, so it's me. Ah, yes. Right, so... Now. Uh, have you got a ray coming out? Or can we just... Yes, I have. Right, so I would just um, do it so that the ray sort of plops down onto the floor next to you, and then and do this... Do this motion, just do it. A pinch. I mean, it's it, it's in front of me. It looks kind of oh. like it's been sort of uh, made with um, sort of painted matchsticks. But oh, you can see you got the model. See, oh, I can see it. Yes, sorry. <laughs> uh, again, great radio. Um, <laughs> so and if I sort of point my finger, I can sort of yeah. So you can you can use the the the, the tap motion to grab it and move it around. So yeah, that's a. That's a hologram of the structure. It is. It's very impressive. And you can stand up and walk around it and stuff. Uh-huh. Well, that's a very good idea. And stick your head in it if you want. Right. <laughs> ah, now then. So the good thing about that is, you know, that we, um, the hologram can be scaled up to any scale size, so you can make it a full size on site, for example. Or you can have a meeting and everybody can look at the same model. 
at the same time. You can also um, do remote meetings. So if somebody's got a HoloLens in Australia and you've got a HoloLens here, you can both look at the same model, which is quite, quite cool. You've lost him, mate. I know, into the world. This is why. <laughs> Now, if you put your hand out like this, yeah, does it does it give you a menu? It does. Can you press exit? There we go. Right. Is it just giving you the? I've got a circle in front of me with two, four, seven uh, different um, options. Has it stopped the? Because um, I think what's happened there. I can is... still see the wireframe. Oh wait, but it, it stopped trying to cut it in half and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So now you can should be able to move it around more easily. The model. I would ignore the menu for now. So you know you should be able to grab it and move it around a bit more. Is that working oh, better? Yeah, I, and indeed. Well, making it bigger. Let's see if we get that bit. And oh, I'm right into. I'm almost almost <laughs> on the stairs now. Um, yeah. I'm so moving it. I am actually walking <laughs> with this model, carrying it. I am slightly worried that what used to happen when I. Carried Lego models, I have, you know, trying to do some, do something like sit down, and the whole thing will collapse. But no, it's I'm looking down at the roof now, which was the uh, the sawtooth roof that I've read a lot about. What a fantastic model! I think we'll uh, we'll cut out the bits of me trying and failing miserably to uh, <laughs> engage with it like this. But this is this is incredible, and I'm still very much obviously in this room. I can still see everyone in this room. I can still see where I was sitting. Um, and that is incredible. What? I'm like waving it around almost now. That's, that, is, that is amazing. I'm gobsmacked. I really am. And as my wife will tell you, that takes a lot. <laughs> yeah, before I think it was in a little tiny thing where it allows mm. you to um, focus in on a different part of the building. Whereas that was the, right. that was the, yeah. What's the that. best way to get, you, well, you deactivate this without breaking it? Tell you what, Mike, that's a first, that's the first time I've instructed somebody right through the whole process. Really? Very, very wow. well done. A first here on Eastern <laughs> Promise, folks. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry for that slightly sweaty now. Let's, let's move down one. Next level. When I was at university, Netscape was still a thing, so, you know. <laughs> For me as well, I think. Possibly. Yeah, <laughs> Windows 3.11 was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Windows 95 came out my first year, and it's like, well, you know, that gives it away. But um, it's like, ooh. Yeah, I know, it would have been love to, lovely to study in a space like this, for sure. Mm, absolutely. Right, have we been in this floor? Uh, we briefly, we briefly look, but there's a there's a banner here that, uh, oh, yeah. uh, you know, that's that's kind of lays out the 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 the, uh, the funders, Digitech Factory. Thanks, thank you to our funders. We've got New Anglia uh, for their work on the growth deal, Department for Education for T Level Capital Fund, Department for I can get it right this time because I can read it, Department for Leveling Up Housing and Communities for the Towns Deal, supported by Norwich City College, uh, City Council, supported by Norwich City Council, City College Norwich. And you know what a fantastic uh, job you know they've all done, the dream team. Yeah, I mean it's a. Oh, how do we get in here? Pull. There we go. There you go. Yeah, I mean it was. I mean actually thinking that this got went in for funding in 2019 to now be stood in a 
a finished functioning education facility good. Is, is pretty amazing. Oh, so the Lego room. Ah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. So the there Lego. is a Lego. Neil there Griffin, is. if you're listening to this, they've got a Lego room. <laughs> but unfortunately, our cardboard letters in. Oh, is no. there any Lego they've in there? They've got a chair or something. <laughs> Doesn't look like there's any Lego in there yet. Oh, swipe. Maybe it's in the in the in the post. Oh well. Yeah. One of go. the things. One of the things you can see in. This room, Mike, is just hanging down above the meeting, that table. Yeah. You see one I of those can. cubes? Yes. So it's like a, that's quite an industrial sort of work, really warehouse, is. Um, yeah. or workshop kind of approach to servicing a, a, a table which is in the middle of a room. Um, yeah. So that just drops down from, from the top and is obviously done in yellow to match the, the yeah, colour scheme. The colour scheme is wine, yeah. And it's, um, yeah, all the services you need are in there. You can sort of jack in for this sort of hanging cube with a, a hook for cables on the bottom. But, yeah, uh, so the, these are, that's quite an interesting, I'm not, I don't know what those are, but those look like right. they're training for circuit or maintenance of ah. um, uh, electrical installations, potentially. Yes, um, yes there's, they're, they're, they look uh, very, they look like they have been uh, half-inched from uh, the International Space Station. Um, <laughs> yeah, big grey uh, box with a lot of buttons on. Buttons and a big button that marks stop. Um, and there's quite a few of those, plus some computers <laughs> in that room. Yeah, so we're uh, good to find out what that is at some it's point. It's probably, for, you know, uh, it's probably for the best that we don't get to go in there <laughs> and start pushing buttons randomly, which now, is very tempting. There is a VR room around here somewhere. But there is. It was I 06, in, I think it is. I think we're in process of, uh -huh. of something still happening, maybe. So, so is this, this is the second. Oh, there's the another link, another bridge another link. Another bridge link, and there's, there's sort of, it's more... You can see more, more clearly what's uh, on the other side, the bridge link. It's like, uh, you know, ooh, and the automated yeah. lights are coming on. Yeah, so two floor links. Mm -hmm. But so it's, it's fairly, it's, you know, it's it fairly straightforward. It's, it's, yeah, it's I mean, six I was, windows and, a, and two glass doors. I mean, when we were doing the design development, I was, because we, we, we ended up um, when uh, I think we were discussing how difficult that might be for a contractor. And in the end, Carter's did it without any <laughs> any fuss at all, which was amazing right. work from them. Because um, we, we worked on the project, doing the interiors, we were involved with it on site as well, mm -hmm. of course, and doing the Construct XR stuff. So that was nice to see the whole process happening. Yeah. But you can just, you know, it's, it's quite easy, even though it's completely empty. We're in the sort of middle of August, but it's quite easy to imagine this, this building alive, you know, full of people buzzing around. Oh, yes. The, room. Yeah. the one with all the. Uh, the, the, the grow boxes and boxes. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, that's an interesting you go. use for it, maybe. Use, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't well, look like any VR equipment I'm aware of. No, no, <laughs> that would be very, very bulky to put in your head. But even so, you can really imagine this sort of pushing with life and, and students coming and going, you know, uh, experts and professionals coming and going. Um, and I think the more, the more people like yourself we get in there, not the same, this is something you might want to consider, but sort of lending their expertise. You know, and, and uh, teaching students what it's lot really like yeah. to be in, in those professions, I think, would be extremely valuable. Exactly. Well, you know, we're in discussions with various colleges about how we might link up with them and talk to them about our work. Um, and of course, when we were doing the Construct Exile program, we did three or f two or three, I think it was three um, outreach sessions with the construction students here, mm -hmm. um, because that's one of the courses that we'll end up using the technology in here. Yeah. So the construction and tech. Well, there's, an, a, there's a T level course in that as well, building yeah. surveying stuff as well. So, and I think there's another huge screen here, like there has been on every floor. Uh, the one on the second floor, has, uh, the first floor rather, 
was uh, giving out information about how to log in to your City College account. And you, you know, it's almost like the, the House of Commons, there's sort of big screens everywhere sort of telling you what's on, what's happening, and where you need to be. Uh, if someone said, bring me the head of Stephen Fry, then yes. they, they, you know, they've got their wish for here he, here he sits in, the, in the, the, the main entrance, smiling beneficially down on, uh, at all the students as they come and go. Um, they're obviously very, very proud of that link. Yes. And that car alarm. And a car alarm for your audio. That, there you go, fantastic. But this, um, yeah, so this entrance area is, it, it, so the end of the building makes use of these double height. So we had the end, uh, the upper floors, which is a double height space. And this, the entrance hall has got another double height experience as you come in and that acts as a you're sort of pulling in from the outside because so the outside is quite interesting i think this space if we just go out yeah mm -hmm. the car alarm doesn't go off again yep this has been one of the major successes i think of the building yes is this um extending out of the upper floors mm. by approximately a whole classroom length oh yeah more, definitely probably um, more to create this kind of this plaza yeah, which is undercover. A covered area. Um, at the, sort of the first floor level, you can see the cladding, the, this very, the, the, the mesh cladding all around us. And you've got the, the two central pillars. But other than that, it's completely open apart from bike racks, a picnic table, and a dustbin. Um, and what a great space to sort of come and congregate while you're waiting for your next class or, you know, you've just left one class and, you know, whatever the weather, you can stand under here and, uh, and just natter or have something to eat or. Well, you know, yeah, it's the time of day. One of the one of the parts of the brief that City College gave to the team was that um, there's this main uh, route down through the campus. Yes, I can, we can see it. Which is as the students walk along, up and down, sort of in a north-south direction. Mm -hmm. And this building was needed to act as a termination point, um, so like a feature corner. But instead of having a an expressive corner as such, yeah. the architects were very clever in terms of cutting the section back and allowing the space to flow under the building. Yes. Make this a destination point instead, as a instead of using the building, turning the building or doing anything fancy, they'd cut away at the building volume to make this a, a key point on the on the route. So, instead. what's what's directly above the kind of ceiling of this area? Is that another classroom, or is that? Yeah, I think yes. So there's classrooms either side here, and then the double height space we were look the, the space we were looking down into. I think before is just above us here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's wow. slightly disorientating in terms of the plan because you think things are stacked up, but this actually comes out by two, two bays of the columns, which is, yeah, really quite unique. And, and right in front of us is that focal point tree. Yes. That's been sort of at the heart, you know, really kept at the heart of the building design. Yeah. Uh, and, and around that, the, Dead on the access, car park. On the axis of the, yeah, of absolutely. the main, the main route through the building. Um, and a lot of students arrive, you know, a huge amount of students arrive in this car park each day. Yes. Um, because the, the, the catchment area for City College is, is huge for North, yes, it is. in Norfolk. Um, so, you know, car travel is an, a necessity for some. And, uh, yeah, so that acts as, you know, it's like a welcome sort of entrance as well for mm. those students that arrive and staff that arrive that way. If we just walk around this way, you'll be able to see, we can also see... So as the, the building was cut back in this location, here it's been pulled out. Yes, I, I, I remember seeing the... the uh... The, the drawings online, and you're right, it's, it's the, the, the ground has kind of been extruded out one side, hasn't it? Yeah, just to find, a, to find floor, more floor area at this point and make those labs, which you can see that have been pulled out as well. They're, yep. they're, very, they're sort of quite long and high spaces, which is slightly different, yes, different yes, environments. So, yeah. Wow, what a fantastic building. And it must be so 
You must be so proud to be such a, a, you know, a central part of, of making this happen. Yeah, well, I'm very lucky, always, as always, and honoured to be part of it. <laughs> you know, the hard work was done by, you know, the architectural team and all the other, you know, the, 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 the carters constructed it. Um, Clancy Engineer did the structures. Clear Consultant and Design did the M&E. Real did the costing. And I was sort of there corralling everything together, <laughs> um, which was uh, just very lucky wow. to do, really. And be to see it from see it from the first um, concept sketches that Phil Coffey did. Yeah. And now to be stood in this uh, functioning building is, is amazing. It's one of the great things about architecture, um, which I, I miss slightly, I suppose, having moved into a different area. <laughs> but then again, my, the work we do now is a lot quicker and we can design things and get projects out and delivered to clients a lot quicker than maybe in building a very complex building like this. So it's, yeah. it's a different dynamic. A sure. different dynamic, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But yes. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's something that the, the whole region can, can be proud of, such a, a collaborative approach, uh, so many sort of partners' willingness to succeed, and it's, it's a real testament to what you can achieve when, you all, you know, when, when there's so many people working as a team with a, a single goal. Uh, and uh, congratulations on, uh, you're right, it must be wonderful to see something you've worked on just come to life like this. And by the time this goes out, it'll be fully alive um, with its first courses being run. Yes. Um, a couple of weeks yeah. into its, its first courses. So, yeah. James Lee Burgess, thank you very much. And again, congratulations on this building. And um, thank you so much for talking to us today and for showing us around. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for the opportunity. You're very, very, very welcome. Very enjoyable. Thank you. Thank it's you. Good to be back. Cheers. My thanks to James and all at City College Norwich for showing me round this unique, award-laden building and also for letting me try on a Trimble HoloLens headset. Some sequences were shortened to make James sound less like he has the patience of a saint, which he does, and to make me sound less like a blithering idiot, which I might well be. Not helped, of course, by Engineer 49 trying on the HoloLens helmet and figuring it out in approximately two seconds flat. Typical. <laughs>